Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm joined by John Roberts and Sue Timberlake, and it's Pledge Drive Week this week. So, <laughs> hi everybody. <clears throat> That's right. This week, we really, really would like you to make a donation to help our small, scrappy nonprofit uh, community radio station keep the lights on and keep the, the the free speech broadcasting through the air and streaming over the web. <clears throat> um. And uh, we, uh, the station, yeah, the station, I, uh, in honor <laughs> of my late brother, um, I'm offering a, a, a sort of a matching grant thing. For every unique donor to the station, I'll be giving an extra $10 to the station. Plus, I'll match your donation dollar for dollar. So... That is one heck of a multiplier to get you to, you know, to turn even, you know, a single solitary dollar from you into, you know, an extra 12 into $12 for the station. That's all. Just $1 even. You've got a dollar, don't you? Do it. Yeah. Do it. To keep, you know, and maybe you're like, oh God, more civil politics. No. But, you know, there's also there's lots of great shows, you know, Farm to Fork, uh, Evidence Based, Warm Heart of Africa, uh, you know, Occupy the Airwaves, Reggae Down, uh, Subcultured, uh, 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 OK Asia. Uh, uh, gosh, I'm totally drawing a blank. So now many shows. shows. Yeah. So <laughs> many shows. Tommy and, Twilight's and, uh, Poetry Pub, you know, yeah. I mean, come on. And not just Come local on. shows. We also have yeah. national shows like, um, uh, did you say Occupy the Airways? Nah. Wait, Occupy the Airways. What was the one? Democracy, what's the one? democracy what's the one? Now. Yeah, Democracy Now. Thank you. Yeah. I'm. I'm. It's been a week. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> democracy Now and a bunch of stuff. Um, that we that we get uh, specifically so for. This show is yeah. so gay. Yeah. There's a bunch of um <laughs> shows that you can only hear on uh community radio stations across the country like ours so um to help us pay for that and to help us keep the keep shows like civil politics on the air and everything like that then you can uh, go to valleyfreeradio.org slash donate please do valleyfreeradio.org slash donate it's our paypal page it's a uh, easy, safe, secure way of donating, and it's tax deductible because we are a 501c3 nonprofit. And as I said, uh, we will match, uh, I will match dollar for dollar with an extra $10 kicker for each unique person who donates. So, no, your pets can't donate. Sorry, I'm speciesist to that way. <laughs> but every you human, mentioned, uh, you mentioned <laughs> uh, civil politics, like this keeps civil politics on. If you don't want civil politics on, uh, anymore you can donate it you can donate up to what like let's say fifty thousand yeah we'll take fifty thousand <laughs> we will never do this show again uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well I, actually i'll be honest yeah. uh 
if we don't get the funding or alternatively, if we do get the 50 grand, um, I'll probably still be sitting here once a week, you know, with my laptop and holding the microphone like this, sort of talking about politics, but I'd be doing it by my own, <laughs> by myself. I wouldn't be talking to anybody. Nobody would be listening and it'd be really sad. And uh, so if you want to make Mike that. sad <laughs> uh, and never hear his voice again, 50 grand. <laughs> Uh, it's a to, bargain at twice uh, the price. Um, Fifty Actually, grand. <laughs> <laughs> reasonable offers will be entertained. We might be willing to come down. Or thirty to grand just to me. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and John yeah, will make sure it happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll make sure. We'll um, just thirty take grand care of directly to me. I'll make sure that all, most of it gets no. to the station. Yeah, uh, like no, a, no, a, no. A, a like a good amount goes to the station. No, no. Like yeah, a hundred, two hundred bucks of that goes to station. No, no, that's not going to do it, John. Because after all, you know, in order to get the tax deduction, they actually have to go to valleyfreeradio.org/slash/donate and make the donation there. Man, you know, in order to you know to get the tax deductible benefits. Uh, so yeah, man, you know, I almost, I almost got you. But yeah, yeah you're did. right. You're yeah. right. Everybody should go to valleyfreeradio.org/slash/donate and donate there, and and add a note that it is for me so yes. it'll go through the station that's not illegal at all yeah you should just donate to the station i think that's a way better idea yeah and if you want you know you could always put a note on there saying please god make mike shut up and yeah. uh you know we'll we'll, we'll take it under advisement <laughs> yeah. if we get get rid of that terrible show civil politics yep if we get like 50 grand from yeah. from uh from people and uh just mark down that you don't want to hear civil policy anymore and you're and you're donating towards that fact. Yeah. And we get up it. to 50 grand with people marking that down. We'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop. Yeah, yeah we'd have to. Yep, we'd, we'd have, have to. to We're targeted promising. targeted yeah, yep. targeted donation. So you know, to um, honor the the will <laughs> of the donator. Yep. And then next oh, week, boy. and then the next week, uh, we'll premiere a new show, um, Nice Politics. <laughs> <laughs> civil Politics is dead. <laughs> Long yeah. live Civil Politics. We'll call it Pivil Solitics. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. You have to tell well, people the real, other stuff. The, the really horrible thing is, of course, I'd have to match that. So, you know, be like, oh. I thought that you there would be a limit or something. Well, I was planning to limit it to like five grand, but you know, uh, <laughs> like I'm, you didn't. I'm I'm Lost I'm it. waiting I'm waiting for that problem to materialize before I figure out how to deal with it. Make that problem a reality. Valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Please tell please, your friends Michael Sweat. Yes. Tell your friends to donate. Tell, tell your, your enemies. enemies. That you hate. Tell you no. Tell your enemies that if they donate, then you'll then you'll hate them forever. Uh, do, yeah. <laughs> tell my can. friends. Tell my enemies. Yeah. You know, exactly. whatever. You know, as long as there's enemies. engagement. Um, and that's in honor of David S. Dow, your brother, my late brother. Yeah, your late brother. Yeah. He yeah. was uh, a a quiet man who uh, you know listened to the station because of me, and then was like, oh, there's some good shows on the station actually. Uh, which Wasn't was, he a big fan of uh, subculture? He was a big fan of subculture. Yeah, yeah. Music. No, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. The music. Dave has been in that kind of music, you know, since he was a teenager. Um, but yeah, but there was other stuff he thought was pretty cool too. 
Um, yeah, you know, Dave was a, Dave was more of a listener than a talker, you know, which made us a good pairing. Um, <laughs> but Jesus. you know, well, you mean in your family? <laughs> yes. <I got> it. <laughs> oh no! But he, uh, you know, but he he appreciated that there were, you know, that there was a lot of stuff on Valley Free Radio that you know wasn't around elsewhere. So. You know, yeah. Well, we don't we don't have any uh, commercial support, so yeah. nobody can tell us that we shouldn't talk about that. Right, but it's really helpful, and it's you know a lot of the commercial stations you hear a lot of the same stuff, whereas a lot of our stuff it's original content. It's really something for mm-hmm. a little tiny radio station. We're on pretty much twenty four hours a day, you know, and some of it is uh, you know canned music, but most of it is original content. So yeah. it's very day it's very night. cool amazing yep. and we have no paid staff we do it all with volunteer and goodwill it's amazing 100 quite an organization and we just yeah. uh you know we just renovated the uh the studio and we're working on building up uh an improved archive system so that we can have like people can um like one of the goals is people will be able to go like oh hey this show's pretty cool and then they can log on to the station's website and actually listen to a couple of previous episodes of the show that'd be great so that would be great so, yeah. but believe it or not, we need money to make that happen. So what? once again, yeah, once again, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate and uh, make me cough up uh, $10 plus matching your donation and uh, and all for the public good. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, but and it is if you want to hear any other of our, sh- of our shows, you can like also go to uh, civilpoliticsradio.com, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, CivilPoliticsRadio.com is our dedicated website. And if you email contact at CivilPoliticsRadio.com, you can comment on this show, other shows, things you'd like us to talk about, things you wish we'd shut up about, anything, really. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Um, You can also tweet at CivilPoliticsFM, so long as Twitter remains, uh, to to get us there. And um, if uh, the metaverse is your preference... um, you know, and you don't mind not having legs, uh, then facebook.com slash civil politics radio. So, yep. <laughs> Jesus, the metaverse. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, what's really well, funny. I forgot that existed. They've spent yeah. billions of dollars and I completely forgot that existed. Well, I, um, I, I, I can't imagine ever using it. Like, yeah. why would I, what, what? No, I, I don't know. I need to have, <clears throat> we've had second life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Second life has existed before. We're we're good. Thank you very much. Um so well, uh yeah, radio.org slash donate. Valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Support us and uh, you know, listen to us offer insight like this about uh, the elections of twenty twenty two. Uh which uh there's still like three or four house races to resolve, but uh you know, basically, most of them have been called, and uh, the Republicans uh, have at least 218 seats in the House, so they will indeed be controlling the that half of the U.S. Congress right. starting on January 3rd. So the conservative <laughs> wing of, the, of politics is has actually split the government down the middle. Yep. Like the Supreme Court and half of Congress is – conservative and the house or in the senate and the white house are controlled by the liberals hmm 
Well, you know, it be interesting. Yeah. And horrible. No, you well, know, and there's a people love the way right we liberals about- are really focused and disciplined and just, you know, always on message and ruthlessly <laughs> pushing our agenda. <laughs> what were you saying? Sorry, Sam? I'm laughing. <laughs> well, I was saying that um, there's a court case right now. You know, they've tried to subpoena documents and also uh, the former President Trump. And mm-hmm. um, it's gone to court and it's going to be very interesting if it actually plays out because it hasn't actually been decided whether or not a uh, president has to appear before Congress. Clinton did it voluntarily and, um, you know, other folks have done it voluntarily, but it it's almost, it's like, it's probably would be good for us to, to know once and for all. I can't imagine why a president wouldn't have to appear before Congress because there's three co-equal branches of government. You know, they're co-equal, which means, you know, that they each have their role to play and they have their arena. And in this particular case, you know, Trump is fighting it. And I think probably the clock's going to run out, especially now that we know today that the House is controlled by the Republicans. But they said it's actually it is a question that hasn't really been really hammered out in the, you know, it needs to get a decisive decision. I, uh, I agree. It would be good to resolve it, though it is also worth noting Mr. Trump isn't president. He was. Right. But he is not. So he's not now. So, yep. uh, uh, I, you know, I think this is actually a perfectly settled question. Should a private citizen uh, have to respond to a subpoena from Congress? Yes. You well, know? Bannon did. Bannon's going to jail for not. Exactly. Not up for mm-hmm. Exactly. But although, why isn't he in jail? He's there. It's waiting the appeal. Why does that happen to white why people? Is, what happened? <laughs> what? Why, I missed something there. She, she said, yeah, "Why does so that happen Bannon, to white people?" <laughs> I, I mean, do you yeah. want to have that conversation? We have an hour. <laughs> That's well. Bad. We have well, less than that because we <laughs> talked about. I fun never can that. figure out why some people are whisked away in handcuffs the minute the jury decides while they await their sentencing and other people not only await their sentencing, but they also can wait out their appeal, not in jail. It's like, I don't, I don't, the rules are not, I don't know. The rules are, um, some of it has to do with the way cash bail works. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we have a two-tier justice system where if you have, a, have enough money uh, uh, easily accessible, you can basically pay for the privilege of not sitting and waiting in prison, uh, w- waiting in jail, rather, because, I mean, Wait, functionally, waiting. they're the same. You're locked in a room with bars and so forth. But jail is for people who haven't been convicted of a crime, and prison is where people actually serve out sentences that have been handed down right. for so crimes. You can't you can't pay bail once you've been found guilty. That's the period I'm talking about is after you're guilty. I honestly well, don't know. It depends on the law yeah. that the law that you've broken, like what you've been charged with. Uh, there's there's some there's something like in some states, uh, if you're charged with something or you're convicted with something, then sentencing happens at X time. And if you and depending on what it is, then you can wait your sentence um, out or in, uh, you know, like you, they, like some people, they're able to. And plus, it really depends on the the, the two tiered thing again. Like, it depends on if you have like a good lawyer um, that can argue well enough to get you 
um, time out, outside of prison to like settle affairs or, or whatever, yep. you know, uh, it I all comes down to money. should be gone. I think these trials take two and three years. I think the minute you're guilty, you should be gone. I, I just don't get that. be sentenced though. It's too subjective. Yes. But you, if you know that it's going to be between this and that, mm-hmm. I don't, why would you, why would you, let go of somebody that has been found guilty. It takes so long in this country to find people I, guilty. I, 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 I see your point. And um, <laughs> the last time I served on a jury, it was actually a man who was, uh, he was accused uh, and we, we found him guilty of uh, driving without a license. And there had been other things that happened as well. And I don't, I don't think we acquitted, we uh, convicted him on all counts, but uh he was uh, we he was absolutely had been driving uh, with a license that had been not just suspended but revoked. You know, he it was far from his first offense, and uh, his attorney asked for him to be uh, you know allowed to go home and settle his affairs. And the judge said, "No, you've you've had you know this you has been on your on your, you on your thing for uh, you know six, six months or a year or whatever it was. It's like you've had plenty of time to settle your affairs." And he reminded him directly to custody, so the guy was taken out in cuffs. So, yeah, I think that should always happen. But I also like the frog walk. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah, where they mm-hmm. put you in handcuffs behind your back, and you know, especially when they people that do hideous things against society and Groucho I, I, marks you collar, out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, white collar crime and stuff. It just yeah. seems like there's a two two tier system. There and is. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> that it, that's really great coming from a law and order Republican that you understand yeah. that yeah. the law is kind of BS. That's great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes, guilty straight to jail and wait wait for your sentencing, and it shouldn't Oof. take long because they've already tried all this. You know, the, everything in court, the judge has already heard. I. I, I will push back on that just to the extent that uh, if uh, the crime is such that a sentence, uh, a jail term may not be imposed, I respect the we're going to wait until sentencing, because if you aren't sentenced to any time in prison, taking you straight off to prison means you just, you know, it means you are, in effect, always getting prison time, even when the judge decides it's inappropriate. But certainly... You know, uh, it'd be good if they didn't have to wait months and months and months for sentencing. So uh, one of the things Congress uh, might, I suppose, t- uh, turn its attention to in the coming year would be a measure that, you know, I would think in theory anyways, would be something that both parties could uh, get behind, which would be uh, an expansion of the federal court system. Uh, it's got a severe backlog because there aren't enough justices. Uh you know, I, I think very simply, if we doubled the number of federal judges out there, it would reduce a lot of the strain on the system. It would mean that a lot of trials would be happening much more, much more rapidly. Uh, it, you know, at speedy justice is one of the rights guaranteed us in the Constitution. So, uh, and and it would also mean that uh, judges wouldn't have to say, right, well, you're convicted, and now we'll have a sentencing hearing in five months. You know, it's like, no, that's. Let's get this done. Is that the next time they have in their schedule because they've got cases backed up? To exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, uh, talk to your guys. Uh, who, who's going to be in charge, <laughs> by the way, Sue? Is it Kevin McCarthy? Well, they took a vote they, this, this week. They took a vote even before they had the, two, the uh, 218 yeah. um, folks that, you know, is more than half. 
And they were saying, what are you doing? You have any, and it was sort of a straw vote and he didn't, he was about 30 votes short. Mm. So, you know, they're going to have to do it when they have everybody who's sworn in and, you know, been elected and all that. Yeah. And there's a couple of people that are running against them and that, you know, we'll see, I guess we'll see. Yeah, that's I, true. I think there's a few people that don't really care for him in my, you know, in my party. And there's, there was talk, this probably wouldn't happen, but that the, the Democrats and moderate Republicans could get together and pick somebody else entirely because you just have to get a majority. You know, it doesn't that's have to true. be your party. It can be, even well, though it all, usually is the caucus. It, it's worth noting that um, Speaker of the House isn't the same as uh, minority or, or majority leader uh, in either uh, the House or the Senate, uh, Speaker of the House is a constitutionally mandated office, and that's why you know and you don't have to be a member either, right? right? It doesn't specify before. that, and the House gets to set its own rules. So at least in theory, the House could decide that they're going to put, you know, they could put me in charge of the House of Representatives if they wanted. Probably uh, be a better choice. Uh, well, I might be better than some options, uh, Kevin McCarthy or Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't want to set my, I don't want to set the bar for me too high, but yeah, you know, like certainly worse could be done. Um, and again, that was the whole thing, as I mentioned on the show a couple of months ago. Just like the the fear that uh, the the Republicans might actually uh, name Donald Trump. Uh, and if so, I really hope uh, the Justice and Treasury Departments are on their toes because, you know, the Speaker of the House, uh, uh, you know, an excellent, re- you know, not an excellent, a terrible reason, but a, a plausible reason for doing that would be as a, a, a step towards attempting another violent coup because, you know, mm. he's just two heartbeats away from the presidency at that point if that were to happen. So. Yeah. Well, you guys probably didn't hear this, but, um, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell um, did did a very similar thing. And he also named the um, president pro tem of uh, the Senate, Mm -hmm. um, who covers when he's not there and they get an office and stuff. It's kind of a big job. They offered it to Dianne Feinstein and she uh, she turned it down. It goes by seniority. So I think it's Pat, Pat Murray, Murphy, Mm -hmm. Murray, Pat Murray, who they. They offered it too. So, like I said, it's you know another one of those. Why would Mitch McConnell offer it? He's the minority leader, not the majority leader of the Senate. I'm not sure why he he did, but they that was part of the discussion, and that Hmm. Diane Feinstein didn't um, didn't want it. Maybe she. I don't blame her. Maybe she's she's retiring soon. That'd be cool. I I would hope. Honestly, I, I yeah. there, there's a number of uh, of members of the Democratic Caucus who, you know, uh, I don't want to f- uh, uh, knock their accomplishments in office per se, but they it is time for them to go. And um, she it is uh, uh, Chuck Schumer hat plans to nominate uh, Patty Murray uh, hmm. for uh, yeah. for a Senate pro tem, so she would be the first. Um, woman to be Senate pro tem. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Been a long time coming. Yeah. It's sort of amazing. Yeah. Well, and well, just like having lesbian too, governors. Yeah. She, yeah. That just got elected. I can't name them all, but we have one here in mass Massachusetts, but yeah, I, yeah. I love the new term they've been using. 
the gender majority. Mm. The the what? Gender majority for women. For... You don't have to say women. It's just whoever's the gender in the majority. You know, they decided it, it's very, I like the term because it's gender neutral, but it, instead of all this, well, you know, the minority and women or this and that, it's like, well, the gender majority is what drove the election, you know, and it, it, I, I don't know if that's what drove the election, but it, people have started to use the term because it, it implies a power. Yeah. The gender majority. I've never heard that before. Um, Oh, yeah, no, I, I hadn't heard it before. The in the last two weeks, people have started to use it. So, the gender majority. Hmm. Very well. Just, and, I, and you're right, it's Chuck Schumer. But Mitch, I think they consulted Mitch because it's a seniority position, or I, I don't quite get the ins and outs. It is a well, seniority the position. Uh, they, but, yeah. And they, they may well have spoken to Mr. McConnell simply because with the sen- with the balance of votes in the Senate so tight, it may have been like, well, all right, fine, we'll talk to him. That way we don't have to, like, you know, get the whole gang together and drag Kamala Harris down here to break the tie and so forth. So, yeah, you know. Plus, uh, this- well, and it, it's 50-49 at the moment, right? And it depends which way the Georgia seat goes. So it could be tied again, which is – what, why a lot of the committees were shared, yes. um, mm-hmm. you know, in the last Congress. But so if the if uh, the Democrats take um, fifty one, it'll be you know fifty two to forty nine. So it'll it, change fifty one to forty nine. Const- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they won't need Kamala Harris to break ties. So, <clears throat> but you know, when it was tied, they had to actually share committees. There were all these rules and yep. all these negotiations around it, so they wouldn't have to negotiate the same way with my party. Yep. So if if uh, Georgia, God, that would be amazing. Which, which will certainly make it yeah. easier to nominate judges and ambassadors and so forth. Exactly. Oh, a million things. Or yeah. to ask our listeners for uh, a contribution <laughs> as we come into the halfway point of the show. Uh, <laughs> we talked about it a lot already at the top of the uh, top of the show, so I'm not going to belabor the point. But uh, ValleyFreeRadio.org/slash/donate is where you can make a contribution to the station. It's tax deductible. Uh, it's matched dollar for dollar by me, plus a ten dollar kicker for per unique person donating. Uh, so please do that. ValleyFreeRadio.org/slash/donate. Once again, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. And now we're going to take a short break, uh, play some PSAs, promos, and other announcements. And we'll be back with more civil politics during our fall pledge drive in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player, each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. 
This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. evidence-based radio science and skepticism from a feminist and socialist perspective every week we explore the interesting and important stories in science with a focus on the positive friday nights from six to seven on valley free radio 103.3 fm or at evidencebasedarada.com that's six to seven p.m fridays on valley free radio And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm do- still doing the show with John Sue, and it's still our fall pledge drive. Hooray! And so, what, so we would still really appreciate it if you would take a moment of your time and go to valleyfreeradio.org slash donate and make a tax-deductible contribution to this station to help us stay on the air, keep the keep the lights on, uh, keep the station uh, properly heated and clean and everything else. Because, uh, you know, we have, uh, we were totally dependent upon donations and contributions and volunteerism. So uh, everything you do will be helpful. And uh, as a reminder, uh, in honor of my late brother, David, uh, Every dollar you give, uh, I will match, and I will kick in $10 for each unique person who makes a donation to the station. So that's a heck of a way to help help Valley Free Radio. And as I said, we're a 501c3. It's all tax deductible. So valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Please go there and valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was I was I was looking stuff up to, to post on oh, the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I was doing my job. Oh no. Sorry. I can I keep talking. Job. I can keep talking. But I won't. <laughs> um well, I I fundraising is a lot more fun than what's going on in the in the world these days. It's pretty that rough. is true. It's 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 better than the horrific crackdown by the Iranian government against all the women who don't want to be treated like cattle. Uh, it's better uh, than all the. How dare they? Yeah, it's better than all the people who are still fighting for their liberty against Vladimir Putin's invasion in Russia. Uh, it's better than all the people who are struggling desperately to uh, escape violence throughout Latin America. I you know or fighting to uh, keep their homes from being burned down by developers in the Amazon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
we, we have it good in a lot of ways and we certainly shouldn't sugarcoat that. Uh, but you know, one small thing, if you think Valley free radio is uh, a helpful part of, you know, putting something good out into the world, free speech and discussion and good music and, you know, stuff that isn't available from the, the vast, our vast corporate overlords, then, uh, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. <laughs> Sorry. Well said. <laughs> Well, and the Respect for Marriage Act passed in the Senate. I mean, who knew it was yeah. even going to be brought up? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pleased. And that passed that they, they got it around the filibuster because enough Republicans were like, "Yeah, okay, fine." 12 yeah. Republicans voted for it. There there is a couple re- there is a good reason for that though because they added a little sweetener in there. I was going to say cuz it's the right thing to do. Is that no. the reason? No. Oh. Well, it's religious freedom, right? They did something yeah. to sort of nail down religious freedom. I didn't read the bill. I one don't know if anybody uh, else has. I did. Um, <laughs> one of the okay. uh, the uh, the the stipulation that that people talk about with the religious freedom thing is the law prevents. Um, basically, the law prevents the Supreme Court or something or someone making a national ban on interracial or um, same sex. Marriages, uh, but it does not keep states from banning them themselves. From so banning if, interracial marriages, you mean? Yes, from banning um, oh. these, from banning certain kinds of marriage. Like if you if you go to Utah, let's say, and they and and they pass a, a law saying like you can't like uh, two two people of the same gender can't get married, you know, and they're being jerks, right? So. They can do that under this law. They can still do that. And then there will be no more um, queer marriages in in the state of Utah. However, if you go to oh, Wyoming. It eliminates it as a basic right. It, it eliminates it as a basic right. If you go to yes Wyoming and, no. and get married and then move to Utah, they have to recognize the marriage. Yeah. That yeah, is what the, the law says. Yeah, it's – it's um. From what I've read, it looks like uh, – so the Constitution has the full faith and credit clause. So like you know, a valid – you know, a legal uh, pronouncement or contract or government document, driver's yep. licenses, you know, business licenses, whatever, you know, something that's uh, the, the, the legal uh, pronouncements and documents and whatnot of one state have to be recognized by another if they have something comparable. So is that true of the territories too. Yes, Even as far as I know, listed yes. in yeah, not yes. listed in the Constitution, but well, that that's a whole separate thing. But the the federal government, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that the federal government doesn't have the authority to do uh, because it has you know uh, uh, limited enumerated powers and powers are reserved to the states. So yeah, you know, you, you, if you're if you're you know in Guam or or Puerto Rico. And you're you got a marriage license from Massachusetts. You're still married, uh, right. and that that still counts. So yes. So under the Full Faith and Credit Act, this law would specify. Well, for one thing, it repeal repeals the the '90s era Defense of Marriage uh, Act. So that's gone. Thank God. And what this would do is it specifies that it, you know uh, if you if one is gets married in any state, uh, one is married in every state, and that specifically. Uh, means that um, states have to recognize marriages from other states, even if those 
marriages aren't ones that they would solemnize themselves. So uh, interracial marriages, same-sex marriages, you know, stuff like that. And um, I haven't heard one way or the other because I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if this specifically is covered by this or if it's one of those sort of backdoor angles or whatever. So I'm not sure. But I'm not sh- I, I think this might also include uh, requiring states to recognize, you know, uh, legal documents from another state that uh, reassign someone's gender, you know? So it's like, you know, uh, a state oh, where it's like, no, yeah, yep. exactly. Well, birth certificate would be in whatever state one was born in. But, you know, my driver's license says M. And if I, you know, wish, you know, I'm like, no, I'm actually a woman and I'm going to go live in a state where where it will re- recognize that I've changed my gender. And now it says F. Uh, and I go to, you know, a state where they don't want to do that. It's like, no, still, uh, you have to recognize I'm a woman, you know, as as yeah. said, I don't know. Well, if you go, if, for that, yeah. go for the X, which we have in our state. In I, I think that's great. I Honestly, I don't know why uh, my driver's license has to, has, has to have any kind of gender or sexual identification on it. You know, because what does people that mean? have a right to know. Just do they? <laughs> OK, <laughs> uh, no. that is not in the text of the bill. <laughs> Right. Well, I, 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 I don't know if it's in the text. Uh, I'm just wondering if that might be sort of one of the sort of the backdoor implications. I don't know. But anyway, Maybe. yeah. But but in any event, it is perhaps not everything that uh, everything we might want. But it is. Um, I th- I think it's a well crafted uh, bill because um, this is um, saying that states, you know, you know, a federal. A reinforcement that states have to recognize other states under the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution um, is very well established jurisprudence. And even with the conservative activists uh, in the Supreme Court right now, uh, I, I, they'd have a hard time overturning that. Whereas something that was more expansive, you know, just saying like, you know, there is, you know, every state must issue, you know, marriage licenses to gay couples might get struck down. Um, I, I certainly think, you know, Samuel Alito and others would want to. So, mm-hmm. so this so maybe, is... Um, mm-hmm. So polygamy, if if Utah decided to give marriage licenses to sister, you know, sister wives, then other people would have to honor it. Would they, though? What um, you just said, no. they would. No, that's not... But they have... Well, I, I guess license. I, I guess it depends on uh, how the law exactly is written or construed. So, I mean, so I, I, I don't want to say, no, you're clearly wrong. No, but I will. I think it's oh, – well, go ahead. But I think it's one thing to say, <laughs> um, you know, if you, you know, if Massachusetts says any two people, any two consenting adults can get married and that's a valid marriage license uh, and so – we recognize marriage licenses between any two people from any other state, sure. But a marriage license between, say, five other people, between five consenting adults, they say, well, no, we only do two-person weddings. We don't do five-person weddings. That That's not the same. So we're not – we don't have an equivalent thing here, so we don't recognize that. I, I think that's that would be the argument. It's like, you know, hey, state where you don't want to recognize gay weddings, well, too bad – if any two you if you let two adults get married, then you have to recognize these two adults are married elsewhere, you know. Um, but 
that you know go ahead uh in it this is the amendment to uh after section 13 or 1738b so 1738c uh, in general, no person acting under color of state law may deny fo- a uh, one full faith and credit to any public act, record, or judicial proceeding of any other state pertaining pertaining to a marriage between two individuals on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin of those individuals. That is part one. Mm-hmm. It is just between two individuals. There you go. I wonder like, why they did that. Because. They didn't want people to do what because you were saying. The polyamory argument is a can of worms they didn't want to open on this one. Basically, um, yeah. Well, uh, and you know, I'm and I, I more more of the the uh, you know the the recent history of the um, of the Mormons and the folks that were in you know Mexico, including Romney's grandfather. Sure, but the, the, there doesn't seem to be any particular move to institute uh, uh, po- polygamous marriage. Uh, anywhere in any state. Uh, I mean, I'm sure freedom there are people of, who... Freedom of religion. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure there are people who want to do that, but, yeah. you know, like, that that's a bridge we haven't come to, so let's not figure out whether or not we can burn it. Um, <laughs> oh. Another great thing about this, uh, about the, uh, uh, the Respect for Marriage Act is that it... Um, it codifies a lot of the executive policies that came in under President Obama saying like, oh, you know, like spousal benefits and, you know, these other things in federal tax law, for example, you know, like, you know, you can write your spouse off on your taxes or file jointly and stuff like that, you know, and parental rights. All of those things are going beyond being, uh, you know, uh, a memo from the president saying, Please understand this long-established policy now very explicitly applies to to gay couples, um, which in theory could be undone by whoever the next uh, chief executive of the United States is. Like, if Congress passes a law, then it's done. Just like, yes, that is how it is. That is the authority delegated to con- delegated to the executive branch, and the executive branch must do it that way. So this is, yeah, you know, this is good. This is just good. Yeah. Um, there could, it could be, there could be more and better, but this is good. Yeah. See, I like it. I would have liked it. And the Supreme court did decide that gay, gay marriage is legal. And so this actually clips the wings a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This is the uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a backstop. You you know, the, the Supreme court could, uh, you know, the, the new hard right, conservative activist court could say, uh, Obergefell was wrongly decided. There is no, uh, right grant, you know, explicit right or, you know, inherent right in the constitution based under Liberty, whatever, whatever, you know, like the same logic under the, for loving V Virginia. And And it's it's like, well, great. But like, you know, you're not saying the constitution forbids it. And so now we're explicitly authorizing it as, as we're empowered to do as Congress. So, but it does move it from being a civil right to a state decision uh yeah uh kind of i guess yeah because the state yep. can decide that they won't just like abortion no right well, wait a minute wait wait, wait a minute you mean, like you mean an individual state as in like state governments because uh, this is a federal law which supersedes any state law the right, the law that this, yeah sorry so what were you saying, saying this, the state can decide that's basically what they're doing so in a way, it's actually curtailment of rights. 
it's a backstop. I think John portrayed yes. it. Backstop is, I think, is a good correctly. Way but yeah, that's why the conservatives. I couldn't figure why the conservatives went along with it. It's yeah. because it's moving it from a civil right guaranteed by the Constitution and the Supreme Court to a, a you know sort of contractual. If well, the state does it. At the moment, the Obergefell v. Hodges decision is still the law of the land. So, mm-hmm. yes. so long as that's true, uh, every state does have to issue gay marriage licenses if they're in the business of issuing marriage licenses at all. So that's still true. Um, but what this is saying is if that if that gets cut out from from under us by, you know, Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito and the others, uh, then still uh, – Fine. Alabama can say, no, we no longer will issue gay marriage licenses. But, you know, any gay couple moving down from Massachusetts is still married in Alabama and they have to treat them exactly the same way. Yes. So that is exactly what it is. Yeah. It makes me sad. I again, it's it's not perfect, but it is good, you know, or actually to put it another way, you know, this is suspenders to go with that belt. (laughs) <laughs> it's more like minimizing the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty you much know, it. Yeah. That's kind of what we have. Yeah. That's kind of what we lefties have to do with the Republican Party, you know, having some power, <laughs> yeah. especially in states, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's that's the only way and, that and because they added you know, this, that is why that the all the Republicans were able to vote for it. That is why the, the LDS church. Um, actually came out in support of it uh, because they gave them that sh- lampshade of, oh, but it has religious liberty in it. Huh? It was yeah. cool. You know, that's yeah. why they that's why they added that in. So they could actually pass the damn law. Yeah. So it's not perfect. But the only way to now completely remove um, marriage protection uh, from the United States is to go state by state and get them all to to repeal or to ban marriage between X people, uh, which is not going to happen. Right. So it could just go back like in the worst possible scenario, it goes back to like a few states having gay marriage or interracial marriage or whatever marriage. And uh, then people travel to those states get married and then go back home. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's uh that that's what would have to happen under this act. But it does keep that that option open for everybody and that's pretty much yeah. the only way that people like Mitt Romney would have voted for this. Cuz he specifically said in his uh in his statement, he released a statement saying he he was able to vote for it because of its quote unquote religious protections. So yeah, and it shares some of the crapulousness with uh, well, sure we can close down abortion rights in our state because you know you don't like it, you can go to another state. Um, mm-hmm. Texas accepted, of course, but uh, it you know like the the two sort of things that are a little better about it are number one. Uh, Marriages can be scheduled in a way that pregnancies, you know, aren't, uh, you know, much more long term. And also, you know, destination weddings are already a thing. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can tell you from what I know about Hawaii, there's they're, they're not planning to get rid of uh, uh, gay weddings anytime soon. And it's like, 
Oh, no, not more people coming in and spending tourist money to get married in Hawaii. Oh, no. <laughs> you know? I mean, actually, like a lot of Native Hawaiians are, are asking people not to travel to Hawaii. Oh. Because it's ruining their, yeah. their environment and, and raising rent. Yeah. Like the rent prices in, in Hawaii are astronomical. People that actually live there are well, wait, having... They, so they don't want tourism or they don't want people immigrating? They don't want tourism. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's ruining the, the beach. Yeah, it's ruining yeah. everything. It's ruining the the, the forests. They're bringing. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people go into protected areas and and oh, like leave well, trash and stuff. There's, yeah, uh, you know, it congestion everything. But the most important thing is when people like buy houses there or something to vacation or something like that. It raises the rent. So rents on on the different yeah. islands are insane. And people yeah. that uh, actually live there, grew up there, they're native to there. They can't afford housing, and there's a uh, there's housing for people that you can like apply for. But though you know those those can last decades. You can be decades without getting a home. So uh, if you're so if you're planning on just going to Hawaii and you don't have anybody there to stay with, then think twice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Will do. Yeah. I I think we like, should give them their queen their queen back. Cool. They they were run by a yeah, they were run by a queen and then she got co opted and sent to Washington and a lot of, they end up taking all the land and yeah, it's you know, it's a, a private consortium it, of American businessmen uh toppled the government, staged a coup and then annexed it to the United States. So yep. it it's all yeah. you know like the most dubiously legal stuff ever. You know, we, we just conquered a foreign country and took it over. So. I mean, that's just what we do. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, great. look at the Western part of the entire country. <laughs> look at, look at where we live. I was going to say, look at the Eastern part. Look, look at where the, we are. all of yeah. the country. <laughs> yeah. Look at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And where did, where did those no. people go? They're still here. Yeah. Speaking still of here, Thanksgiving. We pretend like, which is next week. And um, I still say I celebrated Thanksgiving or victory at Gettysburg, which is, I think, a much more palatable uh, occasion. But go ahead. Uh, Senator um, Sen Senator Warnock. Uh, Raphael is, Warnock. Yes. Yes. Uh, he is going to be in a runoff with um, with uh, Mr. Walker, um, Herschel mm -hmm. Walker, on December 6th. There is a voting law in Georgia that says that um that that is from the last like few years, like six years or something. So mm -hmm. it's not like a long-standing law that says, and let me see if I can get the the actual um the actual text here. Uh so if the, the state law says there can't be any Saturday voting um on the it, it prevents voting on the second Saturday before an election if there is a holiday on a Thursday or Friday. So Thursday is Thanksgiving and Friday is generically named state holiday because and this and I love this. It used to be a holiday uh, honoring Robert E. Lee. So they took that out and now it's just state holiday. But because of the timing, because state holiday is on that Friday, then um, the the Saturday before the runoff, they're saying they can't have Saturday. Voting. No, no, no. The second Saturday. 
The second Saturday, yeah. Because so I'm uh, saying the, the Saturday the election, before the runoff. I'm I'm saying like well, there's two Saturdays before the, before the runoff. True. Um, so in other words, they're saying like the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we we can't have early voting. The Saturday after that, in theory, would is acceptable. But um, would they yeah, have it, voting like two I weeks of, of early? I don't. I think they only have the one. I honestly Saturday. don't know how they're doing it, but. Uh, uh, the way you're reading, the way you, you've read it anyways, it sounds like it's only the second Saturday before. It doesn't sound like it's, you know, the Saturday immediately before. It, If I'm remembering Georgia, Georgia's voting, they only have um, extended voting with one Saturday. Uh, mm. But either way, um, Warnock and uh, some other Democrat and Democratic um, uh, organizations are suing uh to um to have that to have that uh reinstated like to, to allow um saturday voting for this for this election well, so uh, do they, they were, want voting on the on november 26th or december 3rd december That's 3rd what I'm, december 3rd oh december okay 3rd. so so in other words it's 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 not the first saturday oh i see it's the second saturday so it's yes. not just <laughs> Well, no, but it's not yeah. the, it's not two Saturdays before, it's the second Saturday after the holiday. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm, I I misunderstood what you were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh. what's going on, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and this was a, one of the new voting reforms that they put in um oh, that tightened everything up. That yep. tightened yeah, that that basically like yeah. So, and they were everybody was just informed of this this past weekend. Uh, over the weekend from um, Raffensperger, Raff, Raffens, whatever the Secretary of State, Secretary. he sent yeah. out an email to all the to all the agencies and um, the county clerk saying like, no, there's not going to be Saturday voting, so you know, whatever. Um, and the, and so Warnock and a bunch of other people are like, but there should be do that yes. now, and so they're going to court over it. Uh, so it should be interesting. I'm really hoping that. Um, that that they do this because one of the one of the the things that a lot of people going back to like the debates I was watching a lot one of the things a lot of the Republicans were saying was we don't have we look look at all these people voting we don't need to have voter reform all these laws are fine and this is something that was repeated uh, by um, Raffensperger. If recent elections prove one thing, it's that voters expect candidates to focus on winning at the ballot box, not at the courthouse. And they are trying to change Georgia law, but it doesn't matter because uh, most well, we had so many people voting anyway. So it's, we don't have to make it easier for people to vote. It's very annoying. And I don't like it. And I hope they and, win this, yeah. this thing. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's it's a way to make sure, make it harder for black people to vote. Uh, and it's the same logic that I, I don't know if it's of the same vintage as the law forbidding uh, people from handing out beverages and giving water to people waiting in line to vote. Yeah, that was the reform. That was the, the voting reform in Georgia. So just wicked. Yeah, well, we're we're gonna have to watch that, especially since we need to. If we get um, fifty-one votes on the Democratic side, then that will take away power from the conservative Democrats, like. Um, cinema yeah, and you don't mansion. have to share committees you don't exactly. have to share committees yeah. and so many things yep, that you can too. do especially since we need to have more power in the senate to keep the republicans in line basically <laughs> because they're not policing themselves 
will still Mitch McConnell will still you'd be amazed what he can do with very little power. Well, on on that note, we do have to wrap up. So that's going to do it for civil politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, please do make a contribution to our fall f- all f- our fall fund drive, uh, ValleyFreeRadio.org/slash/donate. It's tax deductible. Uh, it's being matched by me plus a ten dollar kicker per donor. So ValleyFreeRadio.org/slash/donate. Please help us stay on the air. Help shows like Civil Politics. And now coming up, Subculture followed by Table of Contents at ten and OK Asia at midnight. Podcast of the show is going out on Saturday morning, and we've got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at 4, so listen to us all over again. Thanks for listening, and please contribute to valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.